Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. This week, you're listening to the special segment of Charlie's Corner, hosted by our very own Charlie Venus. Uh, Welcome to today's podcast. Our guest today is Scott Addis, CEO of Beyond Insurance. Scott started his career with Johnson & Higgins, and only long-timers in the insurance industry like me remember that name, and they are now part of Marsh. And in 1990, Scott started his own agency, from scratch, by the way, which was focused on risk management solutions for middle market clients. The Addis Group, as it was called, is now part of McGriff Insurance. Scott moved on to start Beyond Insurance after selling his agency. And Beyond Insurance focuses on coaching and consulting practices that empower insurance agency leaders, carriers, and others in the insurance and risk management space to capture unrealized potential. So welcome, Scott. Thank you, Charlie. Scott, today we want to talk to you about goal setting, as this is one of the areas you focus on in your consulting practice. So first, let's talk about just generic goal setting. And my question to you is, why? Why do we need goal setting? Well, you think about life. Life gets in the way. We're all so busy, especially with the COVID issues we're going through. And many times we wake up, we go through the daily grind, we get that done, but we don't give ourselves one of the biggest gifts in the world. And that is to step back and visualize where we want to go and build that with specific plans. That's what goal setting is all about. So in simplistic terms, it allows you to go ahead and decide what is important in your life. What do you want to achieve? It also allows you to separate out what's unimportant or irrelevant as compared with what is really important at this point in time or in the near future. It can motivate you. It can facilitate your ability to benchmark progress as you start moving toward your goals. And last but not least, it can give you self-confidence as your goals become reality. So when you look at everything that you just talked about, the importance, you know, separating the, you know, what's important from what isn't, how much time does that take when you sit down and do that uh, just as an individual, just for general life goals? Let's talk about visualization. One of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is take a time out in life, go to a quiet space and just visualize where you want to be in life. You know, great athletes, great entertainers, visualization is a part of sports as well as entertainment. You must visualize yourself at some point in time. Charlie, that could be a five-minute exercise to take a time out and sit down and say, okay, here's where I am, but visualize where you want to be. And that could actually create a lot of excitement and be the first step toward the goal-setting process. Interesting you say that, you know, because I'm passionate about golf. And when you watch pro golfers and when you listen to the broadcast, you know, you're always hearing about how pro golfers are always visualizing the shot. And you even see some of them like Jason Day, he's stands behind the ball on the tee, closes his eyes and is visualizing what's about to happen. So you're saying do the same thing from an individual perspective. Yes. And you're saying Jason Day is visualizing the picture perfect shot. Why shouldn't we do the same thing? Why don't we pick to visualize the picture perfect scenario for our business and personal lives? So can you give me some examples of for an individual, what would those goals look like? Well, it could be whether you're an account manager, whether you're a CSR, whether you're a producer, whether you're an agency principal, 
wherever you are to go ahead and to say visualize. So let's go ahead and take an account manager. It could be the largest account, a very successful renewal that's been achieved and the incredible thank you they get for the client and the excitement they get from the clients. And you know what? I just want to tell you how excited I am to be working with you or acquiring the largest account or growing organically at a percentage that you thought wasn't going to be there. But those are all outcomes, much like a great golf shot that happened when you go ahead and take the time to say, here's where we want to be. Now, you've got to be realistic. You can't go and say, okay, we're going to be 100% organic growth this year, and that's not realistic. You've got to have realistic expectations. But I would say visualization is really fun, stimulating, and it can be uh, the first step, as I said, toward the goal-setting process. You know, you go off, you set a few minutes, you visualize. So what's the rest of the process and the how to setting up this goal setting plan for yourself? Well, I actually, in my career, there's a, I live outside of Philadelphia and there's a place called Haverford College, but I would actually go ahead and take half a day and actually go in the library of Haverford College. And I would literally sit in a quiet space. I wanted to get away from the office and I would start that morning by, I gave myself the greatest gift a half a day off. No phones, nothing. It was just there to go ahead and to visualize and begin the process. A lot of this, by the way, I learned at Johnson & Higgins in the 1980s. And uh, I started there in 1980. And I remember they would actually start in early November. They'd bring you in a conference room and they would say the following. We're not here to tell you what your goals are. We're here to empower you to appreciate the importance of bringing your own goals to reality. And that's a very important point. Nobody wants to be told, here are your goals. You'd rather say, we want to give you the ability, whether you're an entertainer, an athlete, or a risk management professional, to go ahead, uh, create your visions, which then have your goals. So that was my day, or half a day, of sitting back and saying, okay, I'm going to do it. So I really started with, in a quiet space, just I would reward myself and say, first of all, what have I accomplished over the last year? And I tried to do that because, you know, even if you've had not the most successful year, there are certain things that might have happened personally or professionally. So it could be that we helped one of our children have success, or it could be we took a family vacation, or it could be the count we renewed, or a person we brought onto the staff. So I would start by saying, what have we done personally and professionally over the past year or past number of months to be helpful? And that could be things like continuing education, community involvement, or whatever it might be. And that seemed to get me off to a very positive start in getting the mind thinking in a very positive way. And then I would map out and look at maybe one, three, five years where I wanted to be. Then I used a system called SMART Goals. You, anybody listening today may have heard of the SMART Goal process, but it's very, very powerful. I think it's an acronym most people involved in planning and goal setting have heard, but why don't you run uh, through that acronym? Uh, let me go through each of the acronym and then we'll get in a little bit deeper. But uh, S stands for specific, M is measurable, A is attainable, R is relevant, and T is time-bound. And each are very important. So the first thing is, as you're thinking the future, as you can get as specific as possible, what is that goal? So for example, if you're a producer in business development, it could be a specific account that you would like to go ahead and bring on board. Or it could be increasing your book of business to a specific amount. If you're an account manager, it might be more in the retention area or cross-sell area. So get as specific as you can. 
the next is going to be uh, measurable. You know, you look in the world of sports and entertainment, you mentioned, for example, Jason Day. Golf is a very, very measurable sport. Oh, absolutely. You measure, you know, greens and regulation, fairways hit, strokes gained putting, strokes gained off the tee, statistics all over the place that you can measure and you can look to change change the objective. Exactly to improve your overall result. And I'd suggest our business can be the same way. We can measure outcomes and activities in a very specific way. So the first thing would be, be as specific as possible with your goals, then move and say, is that goal measurable? Because if it's not measurable, it might be hard to go ahead and really move toward that. The next is, uh, is it achievable? And I think a lot of high-performing people that are part of Iroquois, that might be a challenge. You're always so motivated. You might have goals that may not be attainable. So the question is, okay, I'm specific. I can measure it. Now, is it really an attainable goal? The next is going to be relevant. At this point in my career, is this relevant to my success and my organization's success? And lastly, is time-bound? Very, very important. Can this be done in the next year or is this can be done the next few weeks or is it going to be a quarterly goal? So putting that together, very powerful system. So I would actually go in, I would start with visualization, uh, kind of see myself at a certain point in time, and then I would go ahead and start the process using the smart system. So, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, maybe, but, you know, when I think back to when my kids were young and they'll have grandkids and you're trying to get them to set goals for themselves, either, you know, academically or if they're involved in sports, you know, what their goals should be. I mean, what are your thoughts about helping, helping kids and, and their goal setting pro- process or helping parents to help the kids in the goal setting process? Well, great question, Charlie. I actually think we all start with dreams in our lives. And I would suggest rather than goals, it's what their dreams are. And you know, these our kids, for example, have dreams, let them go ahead and not necessarily talk about goals, but talk about dreams. So, we, you know, we've talked about the smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, irrelevant, time bound. What do you do again? You know, we're going to go into, you know, agency level uh, discussions in a, in a few minutes, but what are the steps to goal achievement? So you've, you've made the smart plan. So how do you go about achieving those well, goals? Yeah, let's go back to the T in SMART and talk about time bound. How many of you listening today, including me and you, Charlie, have set a goal and at the time it seems so important and so relevant uh, and even attainable, but yet it was way out there and didn't happen. So what I'm getting at is that a lot of times we set annual goals And annual goals are great, but boy, an annual goal can be way out there. So I suggest chunking it. And I'm going to talk now about the 90-day goal-setting system. And I'll call it the 90-day sprint. What I would do is, much like a football game, I break it down into quarters. And I would say, is this a goal that I can achieve in a given quarter? The other thing helpful when you do it is let's assume that for whatever reason, life gets in the way in your first quarter you just didn't get as many at-bats, you didn't have the kind of um, results that you wished, instead of ruining your whole year, you can say, you know what, the first quarter I lost, or the first quarter I didn't go ahead and play to my level of capability. But you know what, 
as of April 1st, the second quarter starts and I'm going to nail the second quarter. So what I learned was to go ahead and take the annual goal setting system and chunk it down. When I say chunking it, I worked in quarters and I actually, for example, if, if today this is being recorded on December 22nd, 2021, I'm actually looking at my goals as first quarter, what do I need to get done by March 31st as part of my overall goal setting system. Now let's talk about weekly goals, hugely important. A weekly goal is saying in a given week, what are the most critical activities that I need to go ahead and to achieve? And I would say one thing, and in my career, and I've, as you know, Charlie, I believe you're aware, my personal book was over $12 million of revenue was my personal book. The agency started from scratch. We went from zero to $24 million in revenue and beyond insurance has hit significant strides in our industry as a coaching and training firm. But I made a commitment I would never, ever in my life start Monday without a plan for the week. And what that means, it could be as simple as taking 15 to 20 minutes on a Sunday evening in a quiet space and saying, okay, what are, if I'm sitting here on Friday afternoon, what are the things I most want to achieve? And as we know, it may not all, all the time happen. Stuff gets in the way, but the answer is you must have that. And that's a commitment I made to my family and myself. I never would come into work on Monday without having a plan for the week. So one other thing, if I could go back to visualization, and guys, I, I, it's not, it's so much fun, but I have to say, as you talked about Jason Day and Goff, this is done by entertainers, this is done by CEOs of large corporations. It's very, very helpful. But the other thing tied into visualization is to start internally, but once you visualize something, write it down and then talk about it. It's to get it in your brain is helpful, but when you actually write it down on a piece of paper and say, Charlie, if you don't mind, let me tell you what I'm seeing is an objective I have. Talk about it with your dog, talk about it with your spouse, but I'm telling you when you actually go through not only visualizing your mind, writing it down and then articulating it, that combination is very powerful. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. When I was, you know, I was in my early 20s and I had written down 10 goals just 10 personal and professional goals. I wrote it down, put it in the top drawer of my desk. And I didn't look at it every day, but I would look at it periodically. And, you know, some of them were short-term goals. Some of them were half or long-term goals. But five years later, I had accomplished all those goals. But having, having them written down and just being able to look at them periodically just to reinforce your mindset was uh, you know, just put it in your subconscious yeah. and you knew what you were working toward. A number of years ago, uh, a lot of people would come to me and said, Scott, you've had such success. And one of my ingredients was that the goal setting process. So I have put together a document called Performance Map 365. In many ways, it's a business plan for a given year, but also chunks it into different ways. That's something I'd be glad to make available to any Iroquois partner. It is not for the faint of heart. It will take that half a day to sit down and say, okay, what is my business plan for the year? But I can tell you on a personal basis, people that have gone through that process, it is incredible what's happened to the results next year. We hope 2022 has gotten off to a great start. Be sure to tune in to the second part of Charles's conversation with Scott Addis on January 18th. Scott develops how to set powerful goals for agencies and individual producers. Thanks for listening to this edition of Charlie's Corner, brought to you by Iroquois Group. 
I am Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join us for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast.